Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Today on Parts Per Billion, we talk about how the Biden administration can make its environmental agenda bulletproof to legal challenges, or actually more like whether that's even possible. Hello, welcome back once again to Parts Per Billion, the environmental podcast from Bloomberg Law. I'm David Schultz. So every presidential administration gets some of its policy initiatives thrown out in court. It's just something that's bound to happen. The legal limits on executive power can be kind of vague, especially when it comes to the environment. So sometimes mistakes get made. You know whose job it is to prevent those kind of mistakes? Lawyers. Federal agencies have armies of lawyers who pour over regulatory proposals to determine whether they are or are not allowable under the law and the Constitution. Now, these aren't the most high-profile jobs. You're not going to get a push alert on your phone when one of these regulatory attorneys gets hired at, say, the EPA or the Interior Department. But these lawyers can actually make the difference between whether an environmental agency actually accomplishes anything or whether years of hard work gets nullified by the banging of a gavel. Bloomberg Law reporters Alan Gilmer and Stephen Lee have been reporting on exactly how the incoming Biden administration will be gobbling up environmental lawyers. And I spoke with Ellen about the qualities that these attorneys need and about what can go wrong. Well, with any environmental regulation, you can expect it to be litigated. So that was definitely the case during the Obama administration. And a lot of the really like marquee uh, regulatory moves the Obama administration made on climate and water, they were litigated. Some of them got held up in court. The biggest climate regulation the Obama administration put together was called the Clean Power Plan, and that affected uh, power plants. And it was never struck down in court, but the Supreme Court put it on pause, so it never took effect. Uh, And it was never actually fully litigated. It got argued and never decided uh, with the Obama administration's rule for water jurisdiction, which some fellow policy wonks will lovingly refer to as the Obama WOTUS rule, Waters of the U.S. So that was challenged in a bunch of different courts and some courts put it on hold in some places. It took effect in other places. So long story short, during the Obama administration, you know, a lot of environmental regs took effect. Other, all of them were litigated. Some of them were kind of stumbled during the during the legal process, and uh, and we never really saw them come to fruition. Yeah, I guess every presidential administration has a batting average when it comes to um, you know environmental regs. No one's going to hit bat a thousand, of course, but. It really did seem like with the clean power plan, especially was was a must have been a huge disappointment for for environmental activists and also people within the Obama administration 
who were hoping that would be their signature legacy on on the environment, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of Obama officials said, like, oh, that was one of our worst days was the day we found out uh, that the clean power plan was was frozen by the Supreme Court. Um, But at the same time, a lot of other regulations did take effect. Um, So I think calling it a mixed bag is probably correct. So now we have a new president coming into office uh, who happened to be the vice president at that time. Um, and you and Stephen Lee had a really cool story about the uh, attorneys who will be vetting uh, all the, the things that the Biden administration is going to be doing. Uh, can the Biden administration avoid these uh, setbacks that the that you know the Obama administration faced? Or is that even possible? Because as you said, everything that they do is going to be litigated. Everything is going to go to courts, right? Yes, everything is going to court. We know that a lot of uh, conservative-leaning state attorney generals are going to sue over various environmental regulations during the Biden administration. We know that industry groups will sue some like legal associations and, and other entities um, and companies will file suit. So it's going to be a, a big mess in the courts again. That's nothing new. Like Again, that's what we expect to happen in any administration. Um, I wouldn't say that the Ob- the Obama administration had a particularly poor record. Um, I think it was pretty average. Uh, and the Biden administration, uh, you know, will be going into it kind of with the benefit of having learned the lessons of both the Obama administration and the Trump administration, because all of the Trump administration's environmental rollbacks were also challenged in court. And through the course of that litigation, we got some clarity from different courts on uh, kind of the scope of administrative law or, or the application of administrative law and how certain, you know, regulatory moves would be viewed by the court. There's a lot of uh, kind of quick actions that the Trump administration took uh, that tested the limits of what you can do under the Administrative Procedure Act. So the Biden administration actually gets the benefit of seeing how those things played out for Trump and seeing, okay, so we don't have that tool available or we do have that tool and we can try this and that uh, and go from there. One of the things that I really liked about your story, the story that you and Stephen did, is that you talked to a lot of people who held these roles in the past at the Justice Department, at the Interior Department, uh, EPA, of course, people who were general counsels, um, you know, regulatory attorneys. And one of the things that they said is that it's really important for people in those roles to have good relationships with the other senior leaders who they're going to be working with. And I kind of read between the lines there a little bit. And, you know, it seemed like that's because these attorneys are going to be telling other people no. You know, they're going to be saying, hey, you know, I know you want to sort of put that into this regulation, but we just can't do that. Is is that, you know, is that a fair reading of those comments? I think so. I many of the lawyers we talked to uh, said, you know, their job is to push back uh, sometimes to tell other politically appointed officials hey, this is not going to be legally feasible. This isn't going to stand up in court. But a lot of them actually stress that like, they don't want to be the no person. They want to be the person who says, not that way, this might work instead. So they're, they're having to be kind of creative. Instead of saying uh, no, they can say yes, but, or yes, and, I guess, to take a term from the improv comedy community. Or a lawyer's favorite answer is, it depends. If we do it that way, uh, if we do it this other way, this might work. 
your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. You need a company with extensive experience in specialized insurance. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and helping provide coverage that suits your needs. The Hartford offers insurance solutions that help mid to large sized businesses like yours effectively manage risk from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. With extensive experience in underwriting, risk engineering services, and claims, the Hartford goes beyond the expected to deliver innovative, customizable solutions and service that your industry, that your business demands. At the Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how the Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. We're talking about, you know, who the lawyers are going to be, uh, but let's talk about what they're going to be defending. I mean, it's still way too soon. We haven't even reached inauguration, so we don't know. And we don't even know who the head of the EPA is going to be or interior. However, you know, what do we know about what the Biden administration is going to try to do uh, with its executive powers on the environment? You know, do we have any indication of what some of the big initiatives are going to be? Well, we know that the Biden campaign uh, has been clear uh, about its priorities uh, on the environment, climate, environmental justice. Those are the two top tier items. Uh, so that those two issues touch a number of different regulations. Uh, we're going to see the Biden administration uh, reverse several Trump uh, administration moves, or at least attempt to reverse several Trump era moves including, uh, so you'll see something from the Biden administration um, to try to reinstate some kind of uh, clean power plan-like limits on greenhouse gas emissions from the power sector. We don't know exactly what that's going to look like. Um, it'll probably be something uh, different that looks a little different from the clean power plan that's a little more ambitious um, as far as targets go. We're probably going to see the incoming Biden administration move to reinstate kind of a broader view of the scope of the Clean Water Act um, and the types of waterways and wetlands that are protected under the Clean Water Act. That's a big one. Uh, we'll see new regulations from the Biden administration that attempt to uh, protect fence line communities, um, which are the, the people who live closest to like big industrial polluters. Um, so we'll see just a lot of action on, on all of those areas, and we'll see different industries affected in different ways. And it, it won't be across the board that um, industry players are suing over all of these. You know, we've seen some industry support for certain regulations, like if the Biden administration reinstates uh, strict controls on methane emissions from the oil and gas industry. That's something that has some industry support. Um, but we will see lawsuits over a lot of these moves. The lawyers Stephen and I highlighted in our story are people who, they're not the face of the agency. It's not the head of EPA. It's not the head of the Interior Department. But they're uh, these other like very powerful, politically appointed Senate-confirmed officials who are really steering the ship through the you know potential legal risks of uh, all of these regulatory moves the Biden administration is going to want to make. 
And one of the things that I wanted to ask you about is, you know, we had our colleague Dean Scott on the podcast a couple weeks ago, and he made an interesting point, which is that, you know, regardless of what happens on January 5th, when there's a a runoff election uh, for the two remaining Senate seats in Georgia that will, of course, determine which party controls the Senate, um, regardless of what happens with that, we're going to have a really closely divided Senate and a really closely divided Congress, which means that it's probably not realistic to expect Congress to do a lot on anything, especially the environment. Do you think that that will make it, there's going to be more pressure on the EPA and the Interior Department uh, to get things done and that that could lead those agencies down a potentially risky path of stretching executive power to its limits, perhaps? It puts a lot of pressure on the agencies and on the White House to do things themselves. Uh, They've all seen, all all of the people who who will be in power in the next administration have seen the legal pitfalls um, that that might exist, uh, and they're going to be very careful about how they do stuff. It is a balance. It's a balance of trying to do something ambitious that makes an impact while at the same time staying within the letter of of the statutes that kind of lay out what power EPA has under the Clean Air Act or what power Interior has under the Mineral Leasing Act. Um, so it's, it's a tough balance. Um, it's a big job for all of these agency lawyers, that's for sure, uh, and, and other decision makers in the agencies. Um, And it could push them to make some moves. You know, the fact that Congress um, likely won't be taking the kind of bold actions um, that some had had hoped for if there had been a blue wave, um, that does put more pressure on the agencies. It might create you know, some quicker decision making or some some more ambitious moves that might be more legal, legally vulnerable. Um, But it's just hard to say how they're going to strike the balance, because um, to some extent, they're going to have to be kind of listening to all of that outside pressure to take action and then, you know, choosing to be a little slower and do, you know, listen to their lawyers and um, do what they need to do to make sure they can be upheld in court. But you also, you had a great, you just made a great point earlier that like, they also have the benefit of hindsight. Like they've seen what's happened in the last four years or during the Trump administration and the eight years before that. So maybe that's one thing they have going for them is that they have a better sense of, you know, what environmental agencies can do and what they can't do. I think that's right. Um, To be sure, there are a lot of big environmental law questions that still haven't been answered, um, despite years of litigation during both the Trump and Obama administrations. So there's like some big major questions uh, that courts haven't weighed in on uh, in terms of, uh, you know, climate regulations and water jurisdiction and, and things like that. But courts have weighed in a lot over the past four years on the Administrative Procedure Act and what you have to do to craft a new regulation, to get rid of an old regulation. Um, they've, they've issued a ton of opinions on those, on those questions, and that is really a guidebook for um, you know, what the new administration will have to do to get its agenda through. That's it for today's episode of Parts Per Billion. If you want more environmental news, check us out on Twitter. We use a pretty easy to remember handle. It's at environment. Just that, at environment. I'm at David B. Schultz. 
if you want to send me any holiday greetings. Today's episode of Parts for Billing was produced by myself and Josh Block. Parts for Billing was created by Jessica Coombs and Rachel Daigle. The music for today's episode is A Message by Jazar and The Quest by Tom Hillock and Nicholas Boscovich. They were used under a Creative Commons license. Thanks, everyone, for listening. This is Adam Allington, and I'm here to announce a new season of Uncommon Law, a narrative podcast series from Bloomberg Law. My co-hosts and I will speak with African-American attorneys and hear their perspectives on how big law is, or in some cases, isn't adapting to become more diverse and inclusive. It's not fair, but what can be better than being on the front lines of helping to make this country better for all of us? If not us, who? If not now, when? Just search for Uncommon Law wherever you get your podcasts. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.